0: Welcome, everyone. Today we have Juliet Bryant from England. Juliet is a leading figure in the field of health and transformation. She has traveled the world seeking out the best tools for achieving good health and healing. Juliet has three books and countless articles about health. She is a nutritional health consultant specializing in healthy living, well being, and nutrition. Welcome back, Juliet.
1: Thank you. It's lovely to be here again
0: lovely to have you today we're going to talk about stepping into your power what that means what stops us and just about empowering ourselves
1: amazing such a such an important topic you know i think that in the world we live in we give our power away so easily and we have to seize it back now it's time to regain that sovereignty over our own being and really anchor ourselves into this moment and into who we truly are
0: yeah and we've just come through the darkest period of the year moving into the light (laughs) you know
1: exactly Exactly. yeah it's
0: the perfect time and you know I often think Canadians are so polite we're so you know we always say oh I'm sorry and You know, we really care about other people, but I think there's we really need to learn to take back our power. There's something in the teachings of our past that make us give it away so easily. So, what do you do, Julia? What do you go ahead?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So I was just out actually walking, um, doing uh, my radio show. I'm on a radio station called Kind of Sound. And I was just out walking in nature, talking about um, the awakening that's happening at the moment. You know, we're, earth is waking up and that's such a beautiful thing as the light returns the earth wakes up and one of the things for me that i think is so important about taking my back my power is connecting with nature and i think this is where we've gone wrong i think we should go back you know what what is our power what does that look like and that's different for everyone and i think that's an important thing to think about so you know really sit and think about what does my power look like what does it look like when I step into my power how does how do I vision that in because you know for me stepping into my power looks like me being really strong and connected to nature being out with the plants you know being for me it's being one with the plants being one with the trees you know this this um being that is really um vibrant with light and with life force because I am I have awoken to the fact I am one with earth I am one with all of this amazing beauty that is around me and magic and for me that's what it looks like when I step into my power it looks like someone who isn't scared to speak my mind but speaking it from a place of love as opposed to aggression Um, someone who is really sure of themselves and able to um, act and have fun and be joyful So that's what, what it looks like to me really stepping into my power. And in order to achieve that, you know, I always work backwards with things. It's like, okay, so that is what it looks like me in my power. So now thinking about it, where am I now? and What is between me and that? And I think that's quite a good exercise to do is thinking, okay, so if that's what I want to get to, what steps do I need to take to do that? And For me, one of those steps is having more time in nature so that I can remember that connection. I can remember um, the the magical qualities that are all around me, and I can enhance that in my own being. So that's one thing. Another thing for me is, um, you know, eating very well. And this is something that I focus on a lot, but I feel that we disconnect from our power because we um, fill ourselves with so much stuff that isn't natural,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and by doing that, by by filling ourselves with toxins with all this stuff that that shouldn't be there, we're disconnecting ourselves from that vitality and health that we should have that is our birthright.
0: Yeah, and as we become more healthy, so we I make think that choices, you know, that that.
1: Exactly. Yeah. As, yeah. That's exactly right. As we become healthy, we hear different voices for sure. We, we can hear the, the truth of our being more and we can hear what our body is trying to communicate to us, um, which, is, which is so
0: important. Yeah. And I find connecting to nature, there's a really strong element to connecting to your solar plexus and your heart. And that makes you feel powerful. But then there's mm. there's a difference, like you're saying, in power over others and feeling your own power from that place from within.
1: Yeah. And I think power has been... And that word has a lot of um, connotations or negative connotations around it. You know, when we think of power, quite often we think of the abuse of power. Um, We think of, as you said, the control over others. This is kind of what comes into mind when we hear the word power. But we need to take back that because actually power is something that is, again, it's our birthright. We are powerful beings and we should stand in that power um, in a beautiful way, knowing that what that means is vitality that power means strength it means strength of will strength of being so you know owning that we can be powerful and I think especially for women you know there there are issues around that word power because you know if you're powerful then you could be considered to be you know uh, not a nice person you know, power and women quite often don't go together in history um are actually when you look at some some you know for me like powerful women who are real powerful women when you look at the people like uh, Bodicea um, or Boudicca you know the the same person different pronunciations you look at these powerful um, women who were the kind of matriarchal people holding society together and women always have been powerful women hold families together which is such a powerful role Um, you know women um, throughout history of been the ones preparing the food generally and um, going out and foraging women have been the ones just uh, the medicine ones quite often the medicine women until more recent history women have actually been in those roles of of power uh, and, and and in more recent times that has been switched to the patriarchal society that we are currently living living in where that has massively been suppressed
0: yeah and I wonder, you know, why is that?
1: Yeah. Well, I, there, there are many, many different um, thoughts. For me, one of the, the things that comes to mind with that is that it's you have to have the pendulum swing don't you all the time so from living in a very matriarchal society the the next pendulum swimming swing is going to be a patriarchal society and what we need to now reach is that middle balance where there is the balance between the masculine and the feminine and I think that's the time we're coming into where where that power of those two forces resides within it's um it's like the kind of concept of heaven and earth meeting in the heart and expanding out and and I think that for me it's what power really is it's the union of masculine and feminine it's the union of heaven and earth it's it's finding the balance within all of us that stillness because that is ultimately true power comes from that still point that we get to when our mind stops and we we allow ourselves to sink into um who we really are beyond i'm a mother i'm a nutritionist i'm a homeopath i'm this i'm that you know beyond these roles you know really when we step into the depths of our soul and who we are beyond daily mundanity that is the the true uh, majesty of power um, that we all have uh, regardless of our physical health regardless of any of this we are these beautiful souls who are here um, for a divine purpose i feel
0: yes and that's so beautiful and so to take that time to be still is so important i remember i was teaching teenagers how to become one with nature and you had to take that stillness first go into your heart and then you saw everything completely differently you know when you went for your walk you could be part you could see nature and be part of it
1: i think that's what nature does teach us it does teach us that stillness and it's i think that through meditation through breathing through things like that um when we It is an amazing thing when you stop and you breathe and you just close your eyes for a minute and then you open them if you're in nature everything is so much more vibrant the colors are so much more vital you can you can really connect so much deeper to everything and that is just such a special thing that nature gives us and i think you're so right you know taking that time to see without a device so often you know you see people walking in nature but they're looking at their phones so they're not actually present with the moment that they're in. They're not present with their surroundings. And I think the more we can get present with our surroundings, um, the, the better it is for our, our journey to returning.
0: Yes, so true. What do, what do you think are some of the things that stop us from moving into our power? There's so many fears and so many programs that we're, you know, we have to overcome.
1: Yeah, so... there there are many things that stop us really getting into our power I think the main one is ourselves it's our fear of ourselves and um in you know I, I work with a lot of people and uh, what I see is that we are often our own worst enemies Our, our um, worrying about what others are going to think of us, I think, has a, a huge impact and and also our negative self-talk. You know, one of the things that I think about quite often is the fact that we're made up of over 80 percent water. So um, we've got all this water in our being. And I don't know if I, you've come across or your listeners have come across Dr Emoto's work, um, But Dr. Emoto did beautiful experiments with water, the healing power of water, where he photographed water. He froze water from different areas in the world. And he photographed that water to see what the crystalline structure of that water was. And what's remarkable is when you said different words to water, it took on a different geometric structure. So, for example, if you said love to water, there was this beautiful like snowflake. Absolutely stunning image or gratitude. Um, but if you said hate, the image totally went. There was no crystalline structure. It was just a kind of blurb, a mass of um, molecules. Um, so what Why I think about this so often is because if we're made up of over 80 percent water or, or liquid, then all of our thoughts, all of those words that we say to ourselves are affecting our crystalline structure of our water. Which has a massive effect on our whole being. So, you know, the more we can catch ourselves when we say, oh, you idiot or whatever it is and say, you know, I'm just doing my best. Not always perfect, but I'm doing my best and I'm really grateful for the journey I'm on. I'm grateful to my body, I'm grateful to this process. This can be really amazing ways to start reclaiming that power that we're losing ourselves through this negative um, self-talk. So I think that's that's one of the ways, this negative self-talk, this this also this fear of like, if I'm too powerful, if I am too good, if I'm if I'm shining my light, what will others say? and you know people are very scared of that and I've spent a lot a lot of my life having that that exact issue of like oh god what, what if I do that and someone you know doesn't like it or what if I affect someone because when I was a, a early teens I was bullied um and uh, for being different and um for for basically being too unique and shining my light and people didn't like it so it it had a big effect on me for a while and at first i tried to change myself and mold into everyone else and then i was like actually no no, no i'm not going to do this i'm not going to crush my soul and my being because it doesn't conform to what others want but you know when you are um, as we all are when we you have a mission you have a light that you want to shine um, it can bring up other people's shadows and it can make people feel insane secure um, because they don't feel good enough so they want to crush you so that you don't feel good enough so i think this is a really important thing to be aware of and um and know that it's okay to shine it's okay to be a beautiful radiant being and when you do it also allows other people to have permission to do that it allows other people to have permission to shine their lights and to be in their uniqueness, which is um, such a beautiful thing. Um, I think re- really important um, thing to to be aware of. So I think, you know, our own self-talk, other people's opinions or our fear of other people that Fear of rejection um, is, is such an important one in the losing of our power. And I think the media and, you know, it is another massive one for that. If you, if you listen to the news and you put yourself into the programming that is being given to us all the time, then it's very easy to lose your power because... What a world we're living in at the moment, you know, they're trying to take our power, they, uh, the the powers that be do not want us to be empowered beings, because that means that we will think for ourselves, and we will be um, autonomous and sovereign beings and Uh, That's not what they want. They want sheep following orders because it's much easier to control. And that's why they put fluoride in our water to control us, because fluoride has been shown to control people. In fact, it was a a tact they used in concentration camps. They would put fluoride in the water to make the um, people in the concentration camps more docile, which is just horrendous. Um, And this is what happens all around the world now. Fluoride goes into our water to dumb us down.
0: Yeah, I think we just need to be aware of this and to always follow the money. And, you know, when you do, you're like, whoa, <laughs> what is going on in this planet? Yeah, exactly.
1: And I think that that's where also the food things come in to us losing our power because um, when we start buying lots of processed food filled with additives and preservatives and all these other things, This is another way that we are being controlled and we're losing our power because we are um, putting things that are not natural to our body. We are um, diminishing our vitality and our life force, just like when we drink chlorinated water, we're diminishing our bacterial life force because we're killing our own bacteria. So these are key things to look at um, and, and to start to address and you know, I've just talked about lots of negative things, but obviously it's important to understand the, the things that are at play. And there are so many things at play that are taking our power away. Wi-Fi, you know, the EMFs that we're surrounded by uh, take our power away. You know, there's a lot going on. But when you know what you're dealing with, when you know the parameters that you're working with, then you can start to go, OK, well, what can I do to empower myself? What can I do to overcome these things that are being put in front of me? so uh for example when we look at um the water in our body as I said in this negative self-talk and how this is going to be affecting our crystalline structure we can start by bringing in positive affirmations um and uh one of the the ones that I love is I intend to show acts of kindness today opening myself up to the possibility to bring joy into the life of myself and others I'm going to say that once more because uh you can let it settle into your being. I intend to show acts of kindness today, opening myself to any possibilities to bring joy into my life and those around me.
0: So beautiful.
1: I think, you know, intentions are such a, an incredible way that we can um, vision in, The future we want that we can step into our power because we're not focusing on what we don't want. We've we've identified it. And that is key. We don't want to, um, you know, there's this term spiritual bypassing. We don't want to bypass or ignore what is going on in the world. We don't want to be blind to it and say, I'm just going to put myself into a ball of light and I'm fine. Because that is um, really not taking responsibility or ownership. So that's why, you know, we look at, well, what is taking away our power? And this is an exercise that we should all do sit down and go, okay, in my life, in my everyday life, what is taking my power from me? When do I feel that kind of caving of my solar plexus? When do I feel that drain? When do I feel those boundaries caving? So what in my life, because we're all individuals, is stealing my power on a daily basis, you know? And some of that, as I said, will be us. So then you write those things down. And you go, okay. So how do I address those? Well, first of all, let's bring in the the intentions, those affirmations, to start to shift the perspective, because quite often that's what it's about, isn't it? It's about our perspective, how we frame things in our mind. Um, as to, as to how much power things take. Does that make sense?
0: Yes. And, you know, often we think things are too big. So we, we go into the bubble or we say, oh, I'm just gonna shield myself from everything. But we each need to step into our power in order for there to be change.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And, it, and it doesn't have to be, you know, that you're going to take on the government, you're going to take on the whole system, you know, you're going to rewrite everything that, you know, we, we can start with small steps. It's like, so for me taking, stepping into my power, it's about making sure I'm drinking good, clean water, you know, without fluoride and without chlorine. That's 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 something that we can do. Everyone can do that individually. It's about, OK, looking at your diet, well, what foods can I eat that are going to empower my health, that are going to you know, decalcify my pineal gland, which is the center of my intuition? What foods can I eat that are going to support my adrenals that are going to make me strong so that I have the most vitality and life force to live the life that I should be living?
0: Right. And when you do these things, you can be in touch with your own tui- intuition and that allows you to change this world from within in in your unique way, in, in tiny steps, right? In little steps.
1: It, exactly. Because each little step, it's like the, the, um, the ripple in the pond. You throw the stone into the pond and it ripples out and you may not realize how far those ripples are going because The world is created by how we vision it, by how, by our inner state. So the more people that can come into that stillness, the more people that can step into their power and say, I'm going to start growing my own vegetables. I don't, I don't want any of your, your I don't want your GMO food. I don't want your toxic poison put on me. I'm going to start growing what I can myself. I'm going to choose to buy organic, you know, that is a big stepping into power that is happening, you know, and you can see that rippling out um, more and more people are waking up "No, nah, actually we don't we don't want Monsanto, <laughs> we don't we don't want that stuff sprayed on our food. Let's go for the organic version, please. And I think that you can then see the more people that do that, suddenly it becomes a movement and that movement gains traction. And that traction has an effect on the monetary market, which then affects policies, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, the more people that do that, I remember buying organic food, you know, 15, 20 years ago and people thinking I was just nuts. And now you look at it and so many more people have woken up to that. And that's stepping into your power.
0: Yes. And, and, and today I'm going to turn the news off and I'm going to find my own inner power and my own healthy place and not be afraid.
1: Exactly. And that's, you know, when I went out for my walk earlier and I was filming this stuff for my uh, radio show, Something that I always get reminded of, you know, you can watch the news, you can live in these bubbles and think, see death rates, see, you know, rising cases, see illness, see, you know, catastrophe all over the place. And then you can turn that off and go out into nature and see the flowers coming up, the snowdrops coming up, the uh, catkins on the hazel trees, you know, the, 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 the sun shining, you can see all these things that are still going on. They don't get stopped. Nature doesn't stop because of what's on the news. That majesty of nature doesn't stop. So when we can bring our awareness to that and we can focus, refocus and dial into that, you know, for a lot of people, they wouldn't know that anything was going on in the world because that's not what nature is presenting to us.
0: No, and it really isn't. So what does the energy of fear do to us? Yeah, that's
1: a great question. I mean, first of all, fear paralyzes us. Uh, one of the things I see a lot with my work is people um, operating in a state of fight or flight uh, constantly. And what this means is that when, so in the olden days, the, the way olden days when there were lions and tigers and bears, oh my, you've still got bears, but um, uh, when we had these dangers, our fight or flight mechanism was there, you know, you were lying on the floor asleep, a lion comes, um, you wake up quickly, adrenaline shoots into your body, your circulation moves to your extremities, um, it moves away from your digestive system so you can get up and you can run. Your sugar gets spiked into your blood so that you've got that aden- adrenaline and energy to run for as long as you need need to so you keep getting sugar spiked into your system so that you have that maintained energy so this is what happens when we uh, go into fight or flight which is brilliant for that period of time that you need it but that's meant to switch off but what's happening in society today and has been happening for a while is people are in a constant state of fight or flight because they're in a constant state of fear paralysis so their body is constantly shooting sugar into it. So you've got all this sugar being shot into the bloodstream constantly. So the pancreas is having to work even harder for the insulin production to deal with all this sugar that is being pumped into our systems because of the adrenaline and the, the need to run um, that that actually isn't happening. And, um, and then we're not using that sugar up properly because we're not actually running. We're not not running away from a, a lion. So we're not actually using it in the same way. So we have loads more sugar in our system so then we start to get insulin resistance within our cells which then can lead to potentially um, diabetes or pre-diabetes so this is one thing that's happening this this uh, fight or flight constant thing but this is also putting a strain on our adrenals our adrenals are the glands that sit on top of our kidneys that pump out the adrenaline and also cortisol the stress hormone so our adrenals are being affected on a regular basis because they're being burnt out so a lot of people are getting um, fatigue you know Real fatigue in their system from being in this space, you know, and also when you're in a state of fear, as I said, in this fight or flight, your um, energy is moved away from your digestive system. So you're not bra- breaking down nutrients properly. Your digestive system isn't working properly because your um, your main energy is focused in the extremities of your body. So this is having an effect on your nutrients, which affect your overall health and well being as well. And we operate from a different part of our brain when we're in fight or flight. We don't have the same rational thought. And, you know, they've done studies and it's very interesting that when you give someone this really bad information in the very beginning, you say this is what's happening. The body goes into this fight or flight, into this fear paralysis, and then it locks in that that original message. Now, you could give it other messages, Um, That say, actually, that's not true. Uh, But the rational brain isn't there to analyze it. The brain is just locked in. I'm going to die. I have to protect myself. So we can't think and see things in a clear way until we switch off that fight or flight. And it's it's like a fist. You know, if you have a clenched fist, you can't give or receive anything. If you have an open hand, you can give and receive. And this is the same with our body. When we're in the stressed fight or flight, we can't give or receive. When we're relaxed and open, we are open to the possibilities we can give and we can receive the beauty that is all around us. So um, this fear is having such a detrimental effect in so many ways on our physical health. Um, that we really need to address this. Uh, fear is also located energetically in the kidneys. So uh, more and more people are having lower back pain because they don't feel supported. They have this fear running through their system. So. Um, Releasing fear as much as we can is a a really key thing. And for me, one of the ways that I do that, again, it's very nature based. It's sitting on the earth, um, you know, or hugging a tree if the earth is too wet to sit on. But it's just letting go. It's breathing. It's doing meditation. A breathing exercise is a very good for releasing fear, but it's also then using foods um, that are known as adaptinogens that help to support the body to deal with stress. So you helping to really feed the body instead of starving it. So you're putting in things like reishi mushroom, chaga mushroom, um, Foti or Hoshu Wu, um, ashwagandha. Um, licorice root. These are all, uh, holy basil. Tulsi is one of my favorites that I'm working with at the moment. These are all great things to help support the body to let go of stress. Um, also vitamin C is very good to reduce cortisol levels in the body.
0: Yes. And then as you release stress, your immune system is stronger and there's less fear. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Exactly. And I think that, that, you know, the immune function is so linked to stress and fear. And our immune system does not work properly if we are in a state of stress and fear. So, you know, in the current climate, we're looking at, um, obviously, a lot of fear, and a lot of stress, people are losing their livelihoods, people are, you know, Businesses are collapsing. People are um, having real challenges homeschooling their children and being locked down in in different areas. So, you know, this is putting people into a huge state of fear. And what does that do? Suppress the immune system. What do we need if there's a killer virus out? We need a strong immune system. (laughs) So, you know, we need to. counter the narrative that is being put on us. If there is this this really bad virus, we need to make sure we're optimizing our vitamin D, reducing our fear, reducing our stress, getting outside, getting in nature, you know, adding in good food, being in joy as much as we can and hugging. Um, you know, they they've shown uh, there's many studies that have shown that, that has shown the effect that hugging has on our immune system and our stress response. And it lowers our stress response and increases our immune system. Um, and that's what many people are being deprived of is is that physical contact. Um, so if you've got someone in your family, you know, make sure you're hugging your family members more that you can, you know, hug, hug as much as you can that you feel comfortable to i think is, is an important thing
0: yeah yeah and i often think about you know how we're doing things in the in the disguise of to for our safety right and meanwhile there's people really hurting from being alone and all these things are cascading and so much detriment is happening and we just need to sit in our power and in our place of knowing and find a different way. Yeah.
1: And I think that different way is emerging. Um, and I think that, you know, I truly believe everything happens for a reason. And I think that uh, we are going through a shift an awakening of consciousness an awakening of the spirit of the earth and the spirit of us with the earth. Um, and that resilience we're tuning into, that we are resilient beings and we are sovereign beings. And I think that the more we can tap into this, and some people may be going, well, how how do I tap into that when I'm scared and, you know, I, I, I'm stressed and I've got all my kids and my husband potentially under one roof and it's hard. You know, how do I tap into that inner knowing? How do I communicate with that? And there are lots of different ways you can do it. One of the things that I like doing are vision boards. And a vision board is basically a piece of cardboard or a, or a or cork board that you can pin things on. You can either stick it onto cardboard or pin it onto a cork board. And you get images that make you feel good. You can write words on it. You can create just such a beautiful um, scenery so that when you're looking at it, you're visioning in what you want to bring in your life. And I think that one of the most important things about stepping into our power that we can do is we have to identify, well, how does that look? What do I want? What do I want in my life? Like, what do I actually want you know how do I want to live my life and I actually get really clear because clarity is one of the things that brings us the most power an unfocused mind is one of the most disruptive things to our power so when our attention is being pulled in a hundred different directions how can we be powerful but when we focus and we hone in and go okay this is actually what I want. I want to achieve this. I want to feel like this. I want to eat more organic food. I want to, you know, meditate. I want to do whatever it is. Write it down, get it out of your head because it's in that 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 writing down. It's in that, uh, they, there's an interesting thing, you know, when you think when you're writing, what are you doing? Well, you're spelling. You're literally spelling words, aren't you? But actually you're creating a spell creating an intention you're bringing your subconscious forward into your conscious brain and you're setting this intention
0: spelling and writing it i find it really interesting that our children aren't learning these very basic things anymore because through spelling and writing you write, you create and it's connected to your heart and your Yes, spelling.
1: <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? When you start to go, oh my God, I'm spelling. Yeah. Not spelling, but I'm spelling. I'm creating magic. And I don't mean that you're doing some dark ritual. You know, some people, the word spell conjures like black magicians. That's not what a spell is. It's it's setting an intention. That's that's all a spell really is. It's it's bringing a intention into focus. Um, And it's through that intention coming into focus that we can create that reality. So that's what a spell really is. So one of the nice uh, intentions that I uh, really like is I intend for my mind to be receptive to clarity, inspiration, and any other information that will guide me towards my goals. Yes.
0: Yes. And where does that come from? It comes from stillness, being connected to the heart, which connects you to the unified field, which brings inspiration. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and if we each do this, there is a ripple effect. We don't have to change the world, but we send out that ripple.
1: Yeah. yeah. Because it starts within, doesn't it? It starts with me. Everything starts with me individually. We have to take ownership and responsibility for ourselves. And, you know, the thing that is so disempowering is when you do look at, you know, the tragedies going on in the world and you think, oh, but I'm just one person. What can I do? But we can all make a difference within our own being by taking responsibility for our own deeds, our own actions and creating as peaceful a world as we can in our own bubble of experience, our bubble of connection. And then from that, our energy affects those that we intermingle with and then that spreads out. So the more we can bring that focus back um, and we can remember, I think that's what this is all about. Stepping into your power is about a remembering of who you already are who you have come in. You know, we come into this world, I feel, with all the gifts, all the tools, all the knowledge that we need to succeed and fulfill our path, our soul's path. But we forget, we're programmed out of it. You know, we, and so what it's about is a remembering. It's about a going within to remember the beauty that we are. And sometimes through meditation or through nature, You know, so many people have said, oh, when I go out walking in nature or I hear a bird sing, that just stops me. And I can feel this beauty and this stillness expanding out from myself, this this love radiating out. And that's where we want to be in that space. And we can't always attain that all the time. You know, Um, I. Especially at the moment, that can be really challenging to have that state all the time. And, you know, what we do so often, and I know I'm guilty of this, is, you know, you're in a great space and then something happens and you go out of that great space and then you blame yourself and you feel guilty for, you know, maybe shouting at your child or whatever it is. And then that guilt lowers your vibration even more, but it's it's all about learning and going, it's okay, I'm human. And it's human to experience emotions, both positive and negative, because we have to, because that's the spectrum of life. So it's okay to feel fear, but we don't want it to paralyze us. It's okay to be angry, but we don't want it to overcome us. You know, it's good to um, honor that we have this um, variety of emotions that come up, but we're not subject to them to controlling us and I think that that is key you know it's we can have thoughts and we can have feelings but they are not us they're not our deeper being so allowing them to come up noticing them acknowledging them and knowing that they're going to change they're not going to be there forever you know we could feel something and you see this with kids Um, a friend of mine is is an amazing woman and uh, she does this work through principles work and it's very much about that we are more than our thoughts we are more than this we are this cosmic consciousness and uh she works a lot with children and you see it very much in children one moment they can be that it's the end of the world they're so upset they're distraught because their tractor has lost a wheel you know and and it's calamity and then the next moment they're totally distracted and they've forgotten about their tractor wheel and that it's the end of the world and they're laughing and joking and singing and nothing's happened. So, you know, this shows that that, that polarity and that ability to move quickly through thoughts and feelings if we allow ourselves to. And I think that is a, a really good thing. Don't get attached. Try and just breathe through it and allow the next thing to come up.
0: Exactly. Yes. And the more that time you spend in your heart and, you know, in that good place, the more willing you are to see it, laugh at it, allow it and let it go, you know, and we are human. So it's going to happen. Yeah,
1: exactly. And I think, you know, creating a toolkit um, creating stuff so that you can um, basically have that knowledge and support so that you know whatever comes up with you've got the tools to deal with it you've got the ability to um, cope so for example um having a first aid kit in your house is a great source of um Uh, Support, knowing that you've got a first aid kit in case someone gets hurt. So this is a tool to stepping into your power. It's having these different things. So you've got your first aid kit. Well, what else do you need in your first aid kit? Because you don't just need plasters and, you know, um, some healing balm for cuts you probably need some meditation tools and some breathing techniques to help you feel calm. If stress happens, you know, maybe you need some rescue remedy or some homeopathics in there to support you in that whole process. Um, maybe you need to have certain foods around, um, For me, my CBD hot chocolate mix is a great support uh, for me. If I feel like I'm getting stressed and overwhelmed, I have a cup of CBD hot chocolate and that's beautiful because I know that's got CBD, which is very good for anxiety and depression and stress. And it's also got medicinal mushrooms, which are adaptogenic herbs to support me. So I've got, and it's got cacao, which has anandamide, which releases a bliss chemical. So it makes you feel good. So, you know, it's it's looking and going okay so these are the things that I feel block me from my power like I said creating that list and then going okay so what tools do I need to overcome these things so that when they come up I go it's all right I've got this covered I've got a list up and I know what I can do because just that knowing makes you feel empowered it's like um we were traveling uh, for years with the children and one of the things that I wanted to have was Steri-Strips in my purse. Steri-Strips are like those little butterfly stitches so that if anyone got a bad cut I could put those on them and I always had healing balm and no one ever got bad cuts but I always felt like it didn't matter because I was prepared because I had that in my purse and it's one of those things that if you've got it you probably won't need to use it so much but you need to have those things. So I always have in my house a supply not a big supply but a small supply of food so if for some reason you know we get snowed in or um you know the the supermarkets can't get food or whatever it is then I know that I've got some basics here that I can use to feed people so that's you know that's stepping into my power that's what I feel I need to do you know I've got herbs and medicinal plants that I grow um so that's another thing. It's like I know how to use basic things around me and also things from my local environment to empower me so that I've got these tools, regardless of what's happening in the outside world, to support myself and my family. Yeah. You know, for another thing that, that's come up for me recently that I've been doing is uh, buying little bits of gold and silver, and um, not a lot, but just a little bit. So I, I know that I've got this, um, this energy. Of abundance with me
0: yes so important to have that energy of abundance and what you're talking about is moving like we have to have the vision board but we also have to take action yes
1: exactly it's um i i always remember a story i was I was in the car with uh, my mum. My mum was uh, disabled and we had an au pair who was there to help look after us and my mum. And um, she had come over from America and we were in England and she was driving, she was being taught to drive and we were in the car and she, was, she got to a roundabout, which obviously in America, they don't have many roundabouts. So it was a new thing for her. And she closed her eyes and stopped and was praying. And my mum said, what are you doing? And she said, I'm waiting for God to tell me when to go. And my mum said, God will never tell you when to go with your eyes shut because you're not using the vision that God gave you. And I thought that was a really interesting thing as a nine year old. It really stuck in my head quite prominently that we can ask for help from God, from the universe, from whatever you want to call it, from the divine, from the earth. But if we don't take those action steps, then no one can do anything to support
0: us. Yes, exactly. So if each of us take action from the from a place of intuition and heart, the planet will be a different place. Exactly.
1: And it's very different from taking action from fear and lack. When you take action from love and from connection and from abundance, then you take action in a very different way. The energy behind it, and this is the key thing, I think this is the kind of key takeaway thing, um, is that, intention is everything you can do the same action with different intentions because of what is the energy behind it the driving force and this is what other people can feel into and and, and, and feel is you know sometimes someone says something and it doesn't feel right and it's not the words they've said because the word they've said is fine but it's what they're actually saying underneath it with the intention and their thoughts that they are thinking. And that's what gets conveyed. So your intention is always key. And what I like to do every day is I have, I start my day with a bath. I put Epsom salts in and essential oils. And I have my bath before everyone gets up in the house. And I lay in my bath and I meditate. And it's not a long meditation. But what I do is I set my intention for the day, but my intention doesn't come from my mind. I breathe into my body and I say today, what do you need me to do for you today? And usually it's like breathe, drink more water, go out for a walk, dance. You know, it's, it's not necessarily a complex thing that my body needs. And then I also ask my business, what do you need me to do for you today? What is that one thing? And it's not like, okay, give me 20 things that I need to do. It's like, what one thing do I need to do? And I always like to affirm, um, you know, what is my intention for the day? What what do I want to achieve that is for the highest good of all living? Have we lost connection?
0: Nope, we're back. (laughs) All good. That was beautiful. (laughs) So, and let's finish this with you telling us. So, what I love is we're getting to the how our intentions and how our actions, how the universe responds to that. So even with money or gold, or, you know, if we have this intention of abundance and when we're spending that money, we're grateful for it. And we imagine it coming back to us. The universe really understands our intentions. So they're very powerful
1: yeah it's a it's a beautiful thing I got for um my oldest boy and my husband and myself at Christmas I got us all a really tiny little bit of gold um and uh, uh my son's one was a 007 one but my husband's and I were it was a Ganesh because Ganesh is about abundance to keep in our purse our wallets you know or where where <clears throat> for my son where he saves his money so that that energy of gold that frequency that vibration of the kind of highest um, value thing is in our field not that i want to be rolling in gold um, you know or, or it's not about that it's about just welcoming in the abundance of the universe the abundance that is waiting for us that is all around us and as you said having gratitude when you spend money gratitude that it's there and and welcoming it in um, i think a lot of people have abundance or they do but uh, i have abundance blocks um, uh, because we don't feel worthy of accepting that money into our lives. We don't feel worthy that, that we are of value. And that's what ultimately it is. It's all energy, isn't it? E- money is energy. Everything is energy. So when we don't want to welcome in energy or love or money, it's because we don't feel good enough. So, you know, tuning into that, I think, is a really important thing. And saying, "I am worthy of love," I am worthy of abundance in all its forms—be it abundance of joy, of connection, of um, food, of of uh, money, whatever. Welcoming that in is is so key.
0: Yeah, and welcoming it in allows us to it's right back to feel our own power and live in joy and in, and in our heart so beautiful
1: yeah and I think a key part the, the kind of last part really of the puzzle with it all is you know you set your intention you you get firm with what you want to create and the goals that you want in your life and you look at what's blocking you from that and you create that toolkit to um, opposite that but then what you want to do is you want to reflect every day on what you're grateful for, what's gone well. And this is such an important part of stepping into our power. It's acknowledging where things have gone well. What are you doing right? You know, where is the universe providing? Where is it supporting you? And acknowledge this. I do it every night before I go to bed. I write down what I'm grateful for. So I go to bed with that energy of gratitude infusing my being. And that is such a powerful way to go, wow, look at all the things that I'm creating that is are being co-created with the universe at the moment. Because that makes you feel powerful. Gratitude.
0: Yeah. It's it's momentum. Mm. And I love your vision board because, you know, I've used that all my life and uh, some amazing things have happened, but whenever I feel I'm moving into fear, I just imagine, no, I'm moving this way, you know, that's where I'm going. And it's incredibly powerful.
1: Yeah. One of the tools you can do with that is if the story of your life isn't going the way you want it to go, you can take time to just write down, OK, so this story isn't going the way I want it to go. So how can I rewrite my story? How do I want this event, this episode to turn out and actually write down, uh, rewrite the story of that moment or the story of that event or whatever it is that's happening? Because then it helps you to change that narrative and not be locked into, oh, my God, at being the victim. Um, which is what we fall into, don't we? We fall into this victim mentality. Um, so often it's so easy to, and we all do it. And we don't we don't want to judge yourself when you do it, but it's about going, okay, so another tool I've got, I'm feeling like I'm a victim. I'm feeling like I can't cope, like life is caving in. What do I want my new story to say?
0: Yes. And then move toward that. Exactly. Yeah. And exactly. Just, just to be aware that you're in that state. Yeah. And I think, you know,
1: we can sometimes feel overwhelmed by the steps towards that. So it's like, um, you know, sometimes where you want to be is nowhere near where you are. And you can look at that and go, well, I can never get to that point. But one of the things that I do in a lot of my work is I tell people it's about taking those small steps. So every day, what one step can I take to move me towards my intention? What one thing? And if you do one thing a day, before you know it, you've done loads. But you're not trying to do in one day 100 things because that's you're going to fail and you're going to set yourself up to lose more power because you're going to be disappointed and upset with yourself. So you go, okay, what one thing? And it's one achievable thing. That's, that's the key. It's like it has to be something that you can actually do. You can You can physically achieve. You know, it shouldn't be, okay, I'm going to go and jump off that mountain tomorrow to prove because physically if you don't live near a mountain, well, that's going to be impossible. I'm going to go paragliding tomorrow. Well, it's all shut. So that's not an appropriate thing, but it's like, okay, what can I actually do now to step me towards that overall intention I'm trying to achieve?
0: Yeah. You know, it's so true. And for me, I like, sometimes I don't know how, like, it's a big thing that I want to do, but sometimes just creating beauty within my own space, Mm -hmm cleaning tidying meditating and then I know how to move yeah yeah it's like this clarity comes exactly and that is, little step yeah
1: I think that is that is the, the the wonderful thing you know we we don't have all the answers um and we're not meant to have all the answers but when you take those steps the answers present themselves slowly along the journey when you're ready to see them. So you create that fertile ground, you know, you create that fertile ground of yourself so that you can plant and grow the vision of the future that you
0: want. Yeah. And it's all unique for everyone. Exactly. But it, yeah, it's something about taking the action with intent It has to come from a heart space, but I think you've nailed it, Juliet. Thank you so much. How, how, yeah. How do people find you? I know you've got some wonderful um, things up on YouTube and you have your own website.
1: Yeah. And I'm, I'm really excited. I've been, um, I've set up uh, at the end of December um, a membership program, which is a monthly program um, where I do Um, Webinars and I do masterclasses and workshops for my members. Uh, and put out lots of amazing content there's a brilliant video library so there's lots of great resources and that that's been wonderful setting that up because that has been an intention of mine for a while and I haven't been able I hadn't been able to do it the hadn't the pieces hadn't fit together and suddenly you know I'd held the intention it all just lined up on the for the solstice so that's when it started and I'm doing that running that on telegram uh, which is a great sensor-free platform which I'm really enjoying and it's it's great having like-minded people coming together for it so we can create this kind of parallel community um, where we can share and exchange ideas and and recipes and tools and techniques to grow and support each other so that that membership is is something i'm really excited about that's on my website which is Juliet with two t's and an e bryant.com um, i'm also on telegram um And that's Juliet Bryant. Uh, I think I think it's Juliet Bryant anyway. And I'm on MeWe. I am on Facebook for now, but I am moving away from that because um, I'm trying to move away from the censorship (laughs) platforms. Uh, Having been wiped off it now uh, a few times, I really think it's time that we focused in other ways on these these platforms that don't have um, such a, a negative uh, connotation to them so my, my telegram is Juliet Bryant 27 so that's the the handle on telegram to find me on there
0: okay and i'm going to put those in the description but yes absolutely when we start to get censored on how to be healthy and sovereign that's concerning
1: it really is. And we this is this is about stepping into our power as well and taking our power back from these platforms that are doing this. You know, when I was first banned uh, on Facebook, um, probably about six months ago, I was banned for 30 days from uh, two different accounts. Uh, I was like, whoa, this is mental. And then they reinstated me and I thought, OK, great. And then. They literally deleted everything, no warning. And I'm not posting controversial stuff. I'm just posting about health and well-being. But it was a brilliant wake up because I thought, hang on, where do I want to put my energy? Do I want to put my energy and give my power away to people who can um, – wipe it out like that and control it or do i want to find alternatives where actually i can be myself and speak freely and you know i i try to only speak from a place of love and from the heart so i'm not um you know i think that's how we should all be trying to communicate as much as we can um so it's not that it was uh you know, I'm not using hateful speech. I don't think that's a, a, a nice thing for people to do. So I think that it's it's really important when we step into our power that we look at, well, where am I giving my power to, you know, through my, my financial choices and through my energy
0: choices, my time choices. Exactly. And where to funnel it and to say no to certain things, right? Exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you so much. I'm going to put those links in the description so people can find you. You're doing amazing work, Juliet. And thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Juliet. And for everyone out there, don't give away your power to anyone else. Just spiral up, spiral out.